Bavakama, Perkei, Mishnah Vav, 5, 6. And this uh, Mishnah talks about Bor Shloshnei Shutafin, a boar that belongs to two partners. So the basic rule would be that if they're partners in the pit, they're jointly responsible and they would have to share um, the responsibility to pay for the damages. That could be in Rosh Hashanah or Rosh meaning in Rosh Hashanah they dug it together um, to reach the, let's say, 10 Tvachim together. Or if they owned, let's say, a field and it had a pit inside of it, and then they jointly were mafkir, the surrounding area around the pit, again, they'd be jointly responsible. However, our mission is going to say there are certain scenarios where only one of the two partners is responsible. Um, and uh, here they are. First, it says, If the first guy finishes up with the pit, and the way the Gemara explains it, we're talking about, you know, he was drawing water from the pit, then he handed over, like, the cover or the, you know, the bucket, and he says, I'm done, goodbye, here it's your, you can help yourself now, to his partner. So that essentially is the first guy making the second guy to be a shomer. He never becomes responsible, and that totally um, exempts the first person from responsibility. So then, hasheni v'lo kisahu, if the second guy, um, after using the pit, doesn't cover it up as it should be, hasheni chayev, so then if something bad happens in the pit, the second person will be totally responsible and not the first person. Similarly, it says, Kisoha Rishon, if the first guy did cover the pit, and he covered it properly, as it should be covered, but, you know, uh, after time, you know, things rocked, let's say it got wormy or something, and now it's it's now become, the pit, the cover now is damaged, and the pit is now dangerous. And the second guy discovers that the pit is no longer covered or covered properly, and then and then he doesn't cover it up. So now, Hasheni um, Chayev, only the second guy is, is Chayev, not the first guy. And the reason why is because the first guy, he's essentially an onus. He didn't know anything about the problem. If the second guy would have picked up the phone and said, listen, first guy, you got to come out here, we got to cover this pit properly because it's the cover is rotted away and there was enough time for the first guy to get there. And of course, he, then he's also obligated. Um, but if the first guy didn't know or couldn't get there in time, so then he's exempt. And false told him the second guy. Kisau Karoi. If they cover the pit properly, that means properly here means that the pit is covered in such a way that it can be expected to sort of last indefinitely based on normal traffic conditions. That doesn't mean that, of course, eventually in the far distant future it won't become uncovered. But the Torah, which you know, the Pesukim we read before, um, talk about covering a pit, which means you see you don't have to seal a pit by filling it up again with dirt or something. You can leave a, a hole in the ground as long as you cover it properly. And that's what this guy did over here. So if he did it in a way that it's covered and should reasonably be expected to be able to withhold standard traffic. And then, you know, some ox or donkey falls in the pit, you know, then butter, he's exempt because he did what he's supposed to do. He's an onus. But Loki Sokaroi, if he didn't cover it properly, um, so we're not talking about a partner here or something, we're just any old person didn't cover it properly. That means, for example, the second we're talking about donkeys and cows falling in, um, fine, but the assumption the Gemara has is that if you're talking about a place where there are other animals which are even more heavy, like camels that are passing by, so you have to make a cover that can not just endure um, the usual donkeys and cattle, but also even a camel, because camels are heavier, and if there are camels walking on the lid, it's going to wear out, and eventually like a donkey will fall in and break it through once the camel weight has weakened the cover. Uh, in the time of the Mishnah, in the Gemara, you see that the camels weigh more than cows. That isn't quite the case today. Um, cows have been, you know, uh, selectively bred 
for a long time to be big and produce meat and etc. And therefore, cows today are much heavier than than a typical dromedary camel. Um, but in the time of the mission, that wasn't the case. I looked it up actually. I see um, even in the 70s, um, a yearling cow weighed about 96 pounds less than it did 50 years later. So you see cows are still getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, and now a cow can weigh, weigh around 1,000 kilos. Um, but back then it was like 500 kilos as opposed to a camel, which is like, you know, 600 kilos. Okay, so the point is that uh, you have to cover your pit in a way that it should be able to endure um, the traffic that comes by, even if it just comes by from time to time like a camel. And if not, you're responsible. Now, new case here. What happens if, you know, Reuven has a pit that he dug, so he's a bad guy, but he hires some worker to do some work on the pit to make it, you know, get the jackhammer and to expand the pit to make it hold more more water, let's say. And then, you know, Shimon's going by with his animal, and the jackhammer scares Shimon's animal, and and Shimon's animal therefore falls. So says the Mishnah, Nafal the fun of Mikol HaKriya, if the animal falls forward, Shimon's animal falls into the pit, crashing down, because it got scared because of the the sound of the digging, like the jackhammer, so then Chayev. So then, not the person doing the digging, but the person who's responsible for the pit, meaning Reuven who dug the pit, he's fully responsible. The guy doing the jackhammering, so he, at most, is called a grama. He made, indirectly caused, you know, the Shimon's animal to fall in, but you, grama benazakin, if you just are indirectly responsible, so you'd be exempt, your putter. But uh, the person who owns the pit has made a public um, hazard, and he's there fully responsible. He'd pay for the whole damage. However, if la'acharav, mikol hakriya, if the animal falls backwards, that means this is kind of, you could easily misunderstand this Mishnah, it means the animal's walking near the edge of the pit, it gets scared because of the noise coming from inside the pit, the jackhammer, and like it like falls over and hits, not the pit, in the pit, but out of the pit on the ground. It's on the edge of the pit and falls backwards onto the ground beside the pit. So then, Potter, then everyone's exempt. Both the guy who dug the pit, or initially the guy who's digging it now, everyone's exempt because ultimately what hurt the animal was the precious robin ground, and that's, uh, that's, that's no one's fault. The guy might have scared him with the jackhammer, but even so, it's only called Grama, he'd be exempt. Now, what things is one obligated to pay for if they fall into a pit? So we said already a few times, that the Pasuk says, um, it gives two examples, it gives the shore and the chamor, and the Gemara Darshans, that's coming to tell you, shore and chamor, I could have told you one animal, why two animals, to tell you, yes, shore, but not Adam, not a person who dies in the pit, yes, chamor, yes, a donkey, but not Caleb, not the like uh, accoutrements on the donkey, like, you know, his saddle or saddlebag or whatever it is, plow and that kind of thing. So, that's being spoken right here in the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, um, if chamor v'kelav, excuse me, wrong. Nafal tocha shor v'kelav v'nishbro. If into the pit falls the cow or the ox, the bull, let's call it an ox, and um, on the ox it has, let's say, I don't know what other stuff, yoke or plow or something, and the animal dies, but also or gets injured, but also the you know the plow that was attached to it or the yoke or etc. also gets broken. Similarly, if you have a chamor v'kelav. The niskaru in falls the pit, the donkey with its like say saddlebag and stuff like that, and the saddlebag gets torn. So the person who dug the pit, he'll have to pay compensation for the injury or death of the cow or donkey, but he won't have to pay 
for the kalim, for the yoke, saddle, utensils, saddlebag, and so on, that's all exempt based on the limit from the Pasuk. Okay. Um, now we further say it's not just any cow for which one is obligated. It's nafalasocho shor cheresh shotavakatan. If you have some, um, a, a cow which is in some way uh, incapacitated or, or, you know, not fully ready to deal with the risks of society with holes inside of it, like a cherish, a blind cow, or a shota, a crazy cow, or a katan, a cow that hasn't yet been like taught to navigate life, you know, plow and so on. So those, for those animals, you're chive. You dug the pit and this animal falls in, so you're responsible because thanks to you that this poor cow, you know, got injured or died. But the point of the mission here is um, you're supposed to infer that if it's a perfectly sound, healthy, mature animal, and it just like goes wandering into your pit and gets hurt, so really you're considered an ones because the cow should know better. Cows aren't supposed to just like wallow into pits and just you know fall in there, and therefore um, you'd be exempt. But if the cow has a good reason why it didn't know where it was going, like for example, of a you know, some kind of incapacitated or incompetent cow, or let's say it's at nighttime and it can't see where it's going, or let's say. Um, you know, you put a, a faulty cover, making kind of like a, a trap door for this cow. So then even a healthy cow, uh, if that would fall in, you'd be fully responsible because you can't close up an onus because how is a cow supposed to avoid that? You can't expect the cow to avoid such a thing if it's dark outside or if it's a, you know, a, a trap door type situation. Now, we said people are exempt, and therefore you might have thought, what about little people who don't know better and they have das? So Mishnah says, ben obas, it doesn't matter, even if it's a little boy or girl, they may lack da'as halakhli, but they're considered to be still exempt because of the limit from the Pasuk, because the, the verse is coming to exclude people. Even Evid or Ama, Pater, same goes if a, one's slave, Evid, male slave, Ama, female slave. You know, sometimes the limudim are equating slaves to animals, but don't think that somehow, if a slave is equated to an animal in some way and he's your property, it doesn't matter. If a person falls in, even if a person's blind, they couldn't know better, whatever the story is, um, based on the limit from the Pasuk, the uh, the person who made the who made the uh, the pit, he's the one who's responsible. I should just point out there is an interesting machlokus if this exemption for the cow who should know better is applying to the cow, whatever the animal dying, or if it's just getting injured. So in the end of the day, the Shulchan Aruch paskins that uh, if it's it's an exemption for the death of the animal. But if the animal just gets injured, like twists its ankle or something, then the person who dug the pit would be responsible to compensate the owner of the animal, because uh, that's what pits do, and this is exempting just the death of the animal. However, the Ramah possibly like the other opinion, uh, which is that one is totally exempt if an animal who kind of should know better goes and uh, twists its ankle in the pit that you caused.